Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure of speaking with David Duro, Professor of E-Research Digital Humanities at Oxford. We will be talking about risks associated with growth of IoT. Welcome, Professor David. Thank you very much. So, Professor, earlier in the day, I heard you asking when whether AI and ML are actually exposing the attack surface more. It was an interesting question since security community is using a lot of AI and ML to attack the rogue players. So, do you think in such a scenario, AI and ML should be judiciously used? They should certainly be judiciously used. I think we can see them in two ways. It's clearly an opportunity. We can use AI and machine learning to improve the resilience of our systems, improve their responsiveness to the changing circumstances that, that they're functioning in. But every time we add anything to these already complex systems, we're introducing new complexity, new vulnerabilities, uh, new opportunities, both for failure and for susceptibility to attack. Okay, so what do you think should be done? I mean, because AI and ML is since it is increasingly getting used by these players to manage the data, to make sense of the, the huge data that is coming in. So what is the solution ahead? I think people need to think more about these systems as systems. It's, it's very easy to think about, uh, and in fact we're incentivized to think about individual devices or products or services. And people don't always think so much about the, what success looks like and the, and the combination of all those things which are out there assembled in some ad hoc fashion. So that sort of systems thinking, and, and I would add to that to think about the people as well. And the, in a way, the, the part of the new tech is, is, is really old tech, it's people. <laughs> the way people are using the systems. Humans are creative and humans are subversive. And the combination of humans and, and, and the machines is, is, is what we have to think about. And the other thing is then not to assume always that systems and devices will be used the way that was intended. And whereas we can look at existing scenarios and think about how it changes with IoT and how it changes with machine learning and AI, we also have to think about the entirely new things. The, the way we look at the systems t tends to be focused on individual devices, individual services, individual products. And that, that makes sense because that's how the incentives work. But we really have to look at these systems through a systems lens and actually understand them as combinations of, of devices, but also combinations of devices and the human beings that are using them. And we remember that humans are creative and subversive. So we can never make the assumption that devices or new services will be used in the way that was intended and only in that way. And while it's completely valid to take existing systems and think how they change with IoT, with AI, with ML, we also have to think about the entirely new things that are possible. Um, and, and this is where existing risk assessment and risk management methodologies fail. Because with IoT, we have ad hoc assembly of all sorts of devices and people in, in a way that uh, is, it really, really can't be anticipated. So we shouldn't make the assumption that we can make everything robust and everything secure. We have to make the assumption that systems are going to fail, the systems are going to be vulnerable, and ask ourselves, what do we do about that? Sure. So what are some of the new scenarios and possibilities you think IoT will throw up in the near future and where does security kind of stack in here? Are we prepared for it? I think we're not prepared for it. I think because we, we always start from the position of our existing processes and our existing practices. Uh, so to, to, to give an example of the sort of thing that gets missed, sometimes a system will have a vulnerability or a failure will occur because of a unlikely sequence of events that, that hadn't been anticipated but it was very unlikely it wasn't a sort of an accident waiting to happen it was a, a combination of things but the systems we're working with 
now are incredibly closely uh, coupled in a very complex way. So a failure in one place um, has a cascading effect elsewhere. And it's, it seems that we, we often neglect those cascading effects, but the more systems are coupled, then the more we're going to see those effects. And people forget all the different means of coupling. So if we take two devices and they're carried by the same person or by two people who are travelling together, then they're sort of physically coupled. That says something about the data that will be coming from those devices. But equally, two, two devices which are connected by an algorithm are coupled. Two devices carried by different people who are communicating on social media are coupled. Two different devices which are conducting financial transactions or engaged in an Internet of Things platform are coupled. Devices which are vulnerable to contextual situations, I don't know whether you know, daylight or a lightning strike or something, are coupled. So I find that people are not really thinking about all these different forms of coupling in the systems and that, that's, what, that's the lens we need to, to look through. And I think you know, my anticipation, forgive me if it's dystopian, is that we will see a number of incidents occurring in the future, sometimes with you know, catastrophic consequences, as a result of this short-sightedness, unless we can take that bigger view. So would you agree that IoT devices do not necessarily require a very sophisticated security apparatus? It's just that we are probably not implementing the basic security into these devices. Would well, you agree that, with that? That is absolutely the case. Yes, so, so the level of security in many devices something we could have done better 20 years ago. I think that, or two things, one practice needs to change and we have to ask ourselves what is the framework that causes that to happen. So from a policy viewpoint that would be getting some legislation in place. Now policy doesn't move as fast as the IoT develops um, but we need something in place, perhaps regulatory frameworks, so that they can be reviewed and, and can track the, the changing landscape of the IoT systems. So, so, Professor David, what would you recommend organizations when it comes to assessing IoT risks? What would be your recommendations or advice? I, th I think it's very important for organizations to do a number of things. And that this summarizes some of my earlier points. One is not just to think about individual devices and their deployment, but think about the combinations of devices. Think about the complex system that is being created. Think about that system as a system that includes human beings. And there are lots of examples where people fall into assumptions about, for example, having a network that's completely closed, which are really no longer valid. We have to assume that these systems are, are very dynamic, very ad hoc. Thinking through that sort of systems lens is, is, is very important. The next thing is to look at the existing processes around risk assessment and risk management, because the ones that are well established may not be appropriate for, for Internet of Things. In particular, I'm concerned about whether people are spotting the cascading risks where a failure in one part of the system or vulnerability in one part of the system leads to effects elsewhere in the system. And there are plenty of examples where, where this has occurred. The, the, the cascades often neglected because the processes that do the risk assessments, the mitigation, separate things out again. Um, people don't look at it holistically. I think always also to look at the technology and the new capabilities as an opportunity as well as a, as well as a risk and uh, look, look at what's possible. Think creatively about creating re resilient solutions. Think not just about defence, but about how these systems would be attacked. Think about what happens if the systems you're working with are using the same sort of technologies, if they're using AI and ML, what does it mean when these things come together? Again, I, f I find people making assumptions of always thinking defensively and not thinking about attack. And th the third point would be, we, we seem to have got into a, where we're thinking of IoT as a set of sensors, and, and it's not. It's a set of sensors and actuators. Uh, IoT has effect in the real world. It's amazing how often when you listen to IoT presentations, it's talked about as a new source of data, but it's a new source of effect as well. 
and, and just not to not to forget that. So these are a number of assumptions which need to be challenged. Don't think of individual devices, think of the, the collective. Th- think of uh, uh, the opportunity of, of the new capabilities and the risks associated. Okay. Thank you, David. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on how to secure yourself in an IoT environment. Thank you for speaking to me today. Thank you. You were listening to David Dero for ISM Genesha. This is Supernabo Swami. Thank you for listening.